G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. We often talk about cost of living increases and back today to enlarge a conversation around charities and not-for-profits and who's giving in a time when the purse strings are a little tighter than they've been. Of course, some are not affected at all, but there are many who are finding things a little bit tight and even re-evaluating how they'll spend their money and whether they will give to a charity or a not-for-profit organisation. And what do we make of an emerging generation? We might know that there's been some levels of generosity in the builders or the baby boomers, even Generation X. But what about when we get down to the newer generations, the future donors who will drive giving to charities and not-for-profits? Well, Sophie Renton is back with us, a leading social researcher and managing director of McCrindle Research. Sophie, special welcome back to 2020. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Sophie, if we're talking about younger generations, I imagine we're focusing on Generation Z. Uh, Where do they fit into the generosity scale that we might think of across all these different generations? Mm. So Generation Z is... If we think about their life stage, they are most likely to be students. Some are still in high school. Uh, Some have started their working years. So in comparison to older Australians, they are in slightly less of a position to be giving significant significant amounts to charitable organisations. However, what is really encouraging with this this generation, sorry, is that they are the most likely to be giving financially at least monthly at 32% compared to our baby boomers at 21%. So our baby boomers are giving more in a dollar sense, but our younger donors are giving more frequently. They're just giving typically to a broader range of different organisations. So that I find really encouraging when we think about the future of not-for-profits and engagement with charities, that our emerging donors are very passionate about supporting multiple causes. I wonder if there is some connection between the fact that they're digitally, globally connected, uh, this generation like no other that's ever gone before, aware of all sorts of trends and aware that there are all sorts of appeals and there are people who are asking for money, for support and for help. I wonder, is there an awareness in this younger generation that perhaps hasn't been there in the same way for older generations? Yes, I think you might be right. This generation have a wealth of information at their fingertips with their phones and that's the way that they've grown up. They've grown up very aware of global and megatrends, not so much of local. So they feel a sense of affinity to those that aren't just uh, living right next door down the street, but actually living in other countries. They feel they're almost that same level of affinity. And when we explored with across the generations, whether they felt more of a responsibility to support charities or not-for-profits that are bringing about global or local change, we found that the emerging donor is much more likely to want to support 
organisations that are working globally, whereas our baby boomers are much more likely to want to support organisations that are working locally. So they've got a bit, the older generation have a bit more of a nationalistic view on engagement with charitable organisations, whereas the emerging donor has a much more global view. They view themselves as global citizens and their money is following suit. And a younger generation much more acutely aware of the challenging things that happen with mental health. Uh, This is one area too that Gen Z has a special focus on. They do. They are the ones that are driving the rise in support for mental health and and organisations that are working in that space. They've grown up in a time where they've been given the language around mental health, that they've been taught it in schools much more than generations that have gone before them. And they are looking to support organisations because many have actually seen the implications of negative mental health and they're working to wanting to see people transition into a space of positive mental health. So I think that's a really encouraging piece that uh, this emerging generation are really looking to support causes that personally affect them. So the fact that we spent those years going through the COVID pandemic, do you think that's had a really big effect on young people today and what they think is important to give to and even the fact that, yes, they're called on to give because they recognise there are some real problems that need to be resolved. Mm, COVID was a fascinating experience. It was a global experiment on many levels. But what it did do is that it really created a shared, it shared a global shared experience, and particularly for our younger generation on social media, that all the lockdown memes that they were sharing, that across countries, they had this sense of affiliation of all going through the same thing together. And it was in that time that topics such as mental health increased in our day-to-day vocabulary. Uh, Sadly, other things like domestic violence grew in that time as well, and that's another area that Gen Z are highly motivated to give to. They're also highly motivated to give to some of those more global causes because they do have that global citizenship view. So human rights, they're 3.4 times more likely to support those causes than baby boomers alongside refugees, poverty alleviation overseas and then the environment. So they are a very socially aware generation that are looking to solve some really big problems in society. One of the things I'm looking at here so far as statistics go, and I'll get your thoughts because it appears that Gen Z are actually giving financially, and maybe they not might not be giving as much, but they seem to be giving more often than even their parents, uh, baby boomers and uh, Generation X. Uh, what's the What's the thing that we ought to know about that? Is there something special about Gen Z that makes them especially generous? Mm. Well, they are a generation that is looking to solve problems and to partner with charities. They're also looking to, um, I guess we've been calling it virtuous consumerism, that with any of their purchases that they're actually working to bring about a long-term change. So partnering with ethical organisations, that's motivating their spending and that's following through in charities that they're looking for organisations that they can support. And the main way that they give as the emerging generation is that they're opportunity givers. So they give uh, when they hear about a cause or an issue or when they are uh, approached for a donation or support. And so I think the access to information that they have means that the 
frequency with which they hear about issues is probably higher than other generations. And then they've got that propensity to act and that desire to bring about change. Now, they might not always have that financial ability in large amounts, but they can give what they can. And they're also giving influence and um, advocacy as well, which I think charities need to make sure that they recognise not just the financial engagement, but the advocacy engagement as well of the next generation. You mentioned they've got a global mindset, uh, giving to charities and not-for-profits that have a global mindset too. Uh, the thought of solving the world's problems and, uh, you know, taking environmental concerns uh, as an example here, this is something that's captivated the minds of young people. Uh, the thought that in some ways, uh, if you are in whatever charity or not-for-profit not today, that somehow you have to keep in mind the hot buttons that young people are actually giving to. I mean, what are your thoughts around that? Because some people might be saying, well, we've got lots of on-the-ground needs, uh, no good having people who just give to things that are happening offshore. What are your thoughts here? Mm, I think this is a real tension for charities and not-for-profits at the moment. And it's for local and global, but also long-term change and immediate need. So we asked a question too in the study to donors around do they prefer to support organisations that are working to solve the root cause or those that are, are working to meet an immediate need right now. And our younger donors are definitely approaching their giving with a long-term view in mind. They want their funds to bring about systemic long-term change. They really want to solve those problems. And that is a wonderful thing. However... A lot of the problems that not-for-profits are working to solve are complex and systemic and can take a significant amount of time to see real change. And so charities need to almost show this pathway of change that they are, are doing and taking someone on so that they can say, this is where we're going, but this is what we're doing in the meantime. And there are still people that we need to meet the needs of right now as we're working to solve those big picture problems as well. So I, I see there as a real communications opportunity for not-for-profits here. Uh, speaking communications, interesting, isn't it? Um, we mentioned, you know, it's a social media-driven generation, Gen Z. Uh, there must be something or someone who is fueling their desire to support various causes. Have you got any thoughts around influencers? And, uh, you know, these are people who are popular in social media, either because they're good-looking or they've got great fashion sense or something like that, and, uh, and you know, they're holding up products and services, and no doubt they're, they're also supporting causes. Is this something that is sparking the interest of uh, Gen Z uh, to give? Influencers definitely play a part, and social media does as well. Uh, those that are engaged with certain not-for-profits and charities are actually going to... TikTok to actually stay up to date with the charities, so maybe not necessarily influencers, but the charities themselves, people are actually going to TikTok. So I think we need to be really aware of the role that social media plays in the communication of outcomes for a charity, but also the introduction to charitable organisations and causes that that's where young people are spending a lot of their time. And so if you're um, you can get the name or the profile of your organisation out through those means, then you're probably going to be in a better position for engaging the next generation.
Well, what a wonderful insight into young people today, Generation Zs, the fact that they are, in fact, very generous. Uh, more generous by way of the number of financial donations they're giving than even uh, baby boomers or Generation X. Uh, where do people who are listening to our conversation today, Sophie, uh, access some more detail about Generation Z and how they can engage with them more effectively? Well, they're more than welcome to head to our website at com. So com, And Sophie Renton is leading social researcher and Managing Director of McCrindle Research. Sophie, thanks so much for sharing these thoughts with us today on 2020. It's a pleasure to have been here. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.